smite. We interrupt this week to bring you a special episode of the podcast today. We have, and, and this episode, by the way, is brought to you by Pastor Paul Cross's Liturgical Sweaters. Wait, real quickly, just to interrupt, a special episode of what podcast? Yeah. I well, believe I, he, I believe he meant to say that podcast. Well, that, it's, oh, that yes. podcast. But this okay. is this isn't that podcast though. It's just one of the. It's just a podcast. Oh, I disagree. It's, this it's, is about as that podcast as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we interrupt this mundane week to bring you a special episode of that podcast, brought to you by Pastor Paul Cross's liturgical sweaters. There's that better. That'll work. <laughs> oh, man. We'll use it. <laughs> As opposed to Pastor DJ and Mark's gingham, t- gingham shirts there. <laughs> they do dress like the twins sometimes. We are becoming the Borg. Uh, yes. Resistance is futile. <laughs> you will be assimilated. We, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll keep my comments about the Borg to myself because i got to get myself in trouble with my wife. <laughs> I'll let all those of you who are Star Trek fans uh, sort of read between the lines there. <laughs> well, that one went way over my head. Oh, <laughs> you need to be a Star Trek fan. You need to be much more attuned to things. I apologize. I we'll cast you into outer darkness later. <laughs> well, why am I here? Well, we we brought you in because it seems to me. Paul. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> We can't have a special episode with Pastor Paul Cross's liturgical sweaters without Pastor Paul Cross. I suppose that would be uh, that would follow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, there's something coming up on Sunday. I think there is something coming up. We're starting a new sermon series, and I'm particularly excited about it. It's called uh, uh, "Summer with the Psalms." It was going to be uh, "Summer" spelled with a P-S. Does it go to "Summer" and "Psalms" together? Somebody but, put the skids on <sighs> that. I heard put the skids on that. Uh, you know, uh, her. I won't mention any names, but her initials are Sarah DeYoung. Uh, I have but, no uh, shame in putting the kibosh on you, that. You, you didn't like Pasummer with the, the Psalms? No, she did not yep. care for that one bit. You I know, didn't. isn't the CDC right now has said, you know, try to keep your spitting to a minimum for safety of others? I'm just thinking of others. <laughs> so you're just, you're but, loving but, God but, and loving exactly. your neighbor. But okay. the P is silent, though. She thanks the, that she is not like other people. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, summer with the Psalms. We are going to look at uh, about ten percent. Not not. Well, there's there's actually two facets to this. Uh, the first facet is the 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 summer messages are starting uh, uh, this Sunday, uh, May thirty first, and running through uh, September sixth, uh, which is the Labor Day weekend. So the uh, from the Sunday after Memorial Day through the Sunday of the Labor Day weekend, we're going to be looking at uh, ten. Uh, pardon me, Scott. Ten. 15 of the Psalms. I'll, I'll give you the order in a little bit. Uh, something needs to be... My mouth is not working like it should be. Excuse me. Uh, I, uh, in any case... I have that problem with my brain. Well, uh, there you go. Well, and, and uh, the first thing is we're going to be looking at those. Uh, I'm excited about that. You might ask, well, out of 150 Psalms, how did you narrow it down to uh, uh, 15? Uh, actually, the, the staff uh, helped narrow it down. I asked the staff... Uh, 
uh, a list of uh, their favorite psalms. And uh, uh, there was quite a nice list that came up. Uh, over 60-some of the psalms were selected as a part of that list, and a couple of them kind of rose to the top. And so I, I took that top bunch, and, and to that top bunch, I added a few others that I think are particularly pertinent. And I'm going to go over each of those in a second. But um, uh, then the, that's the first part. That's on Sunday. The, the second part that's the exciting part is we've come up with this uh, handy uh, way for you to read through the Psalms entirely in a month. So all 150 Psalms in a month. You basically read five a day, but I got a special order for that that you'll see on Sunday. I kind of have a little card up there on the uh, on on the TV stand up there. We'll show you uh, how we hope to do that. So that's what the thing is. As far as the Psalms on Sunday go, the, the, this is the the selection that we have going. Would you like me to go over the list? I, I would love it. Would, would you Would you like me to go to the list, Sarah? Go for it. Go for it. She says go for it while she shakes her head no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the the the, uh, the the word for in this case had a p in. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, spelled for, with a P. For, yeah. with a P. Yeah. Well, we're going to start out with uh, one of my all-time favorites, and I think it's a lot of people's favorites, is Psalm 100. Uh, uh, and I'll just kind of give you a little bit. Of, it says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his people. We are the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. If that doesn't get you up in the morning and get you excited, I want to tell you something. You better check to see if you've got a pulse. Uh, <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorites. We're going to start there. That kind of sums up the Psalms. The Psalms speak to our soul, yeah. and that's so important. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that speak to our head with regard to our faith, and uh, but that which speaks to our soul, uh, and but. More importantly, our soul speaks to them. Mm. Um, so uh, we're going to start there, and we're going to be looking. At the, but the list continues on. Here, here, here's the whole list. Uh, uh, from there, we go to Psalm 1. Psalm 1 is how they kick up. Good place to, mm -hmm. to, to kind of follow up to start. Uh, uh, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, nor walks in the way of sinners. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates night and day. That's a great one. Then Psalm 13. Are any of you out there feeling uh, uh, forgotten, that somehow God has forgotten you? Oh, Psalm 13 is kind of your psalm. It talks about, uh, you know, I feel that God's forgotten me. In all this pandemic, a lot of people feel forgotten. Mm -hmm. Then uh, Psalm 22. DJ wants to do Psalm 22. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, that's My God, my God. God, why have you forsaken, forsaken me? me? So uh, how about that? So you've got being forgotten and forsaken. Well, sometimes, you know, it's it's not that you have been forgotten. It's just that you don't like how you're being particularly treated uh, when you've been uh, forgotten. So we're going to be looking at that one. Uh, then uh, an all-time favorite, uh, how could you do a uh, series on the psalm, a series on the psalms. Uh, <laughs> yes, I will run that into the ground. Uh, how can you do a series on the psalms without having Psalm 23 in it? Uh, I, I just, I know it's everybody's favorite, and we'll uh, do that one. Uh, psalm 34, uh, one of the best lines in all the psalms. Psalm 34, verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Uh, we're going to be doing that one. Psalm 46. Psalm 46 is the basis of Luther's great hymn, A Mighty Fortress. Uh, Psalm 51, uh, uh, created me a clean heart, O God. Uh, Psalm 73. Psalm 73 is one of those great psalms that uh, talks about... Uh, 
gosh, why is it, God, that the wicked seem to be doing so good and I'm stinking and life just is miserable for me? Uh, I don't know, maybe you've never felt that way. I kind of feel that <laughs> way from time to time. Uh, then Psalm 91, uh, Psalm 91 is an all-time favorite. Uh, then the two favorite Psalms of the New Testament. It's funny, Psalm 23 is not uh, quoted in the New Testament, but Psalm 110 and Psalm 118 the two most quoted passages from the Old Testament in the New Testament. And we're looking at those. Psalm 121, my favorite hospital psalm. Yep. And then Psalm 139. And then we're going to end up with Psalm 150. There you go. Sounds like a good lineup to me. I think so. It's going to be exciting. And uh, uh, Pastor Becky and Pastor DJ have uh, gotten their picks in for what they're going to like to do. And so we're going to, we're going to have a good time, a lot of variety. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a really good summer. And here's the great thing about it. You want to know the great thing about it? I'd like to know the great thing about it. You know the great thing about it? He's holding us in suspense. Why why keep it in suspense? I could guess what the best thing about this is. Tell me the best thing about this, Sarah. This is going to sound bad. You don't even have to come to church to watch it. You can watch it online. That is precisely the best thing about it is because normally when you do a sermon sermon series in the (laughs) summer, uh, (laughs) normally when you do a... Got the good... Hey, you should... Got the goofing all going, man. <laughs> um, normally when we do a sermon series in the summertime, people are say, well, you know, I might be there. I might not be. I might go to the lake. I might not. I, you know, you, you can take this one with you. If you're at the lake, you can listen to it. You don't have to miss a single one. If you're on vacation, uh, you can take it with you. You don't have to miss a single one. And if you do miss one, guess what? They're going to be a part of our uh, YouTube library. So they're all there. That's what Sarah, spot on. Uh, this is indeed the best part about this sermon series is you don't have to miss any of it. And also another thing is this, is that I think every one of us have a certain emotion that we're feeling right this minute. Uh, it might be kind of sadness. It might be kind of anxiety. It might be kind of uh, antsiness. We all have certain anxieties or, or feelings or something that's going on. For me, I'm kind of, I'm happy and I'm joyful. Here's the great thing about the Psalms. There is a psalm to fit whatever emotion you're feeling right now. And so I'm particularly thrilled that we're going to kind of get a variety of those feelings in. So looking forward to it. That's good times. And it kicks off this Sunday. This Sunday. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And 10.30 a.m. And 10.30. On Sunday, May 31st. And it'll run through September 6th, you said, right? Runs through September 6th every Sunday. We're really looking forward to it. That's going to be a good time. A good time. I'm, I'm excited for it. 15 of them, you said. 15 of 10%. them. 10%. That's 10%. Again, you know, we could we could go for the whole, you know, we could go yard, but we'd be here a long time, <laughs> as I said. Uh, I'm excited to have uh, the congregation uh, join us. You know, we, we got a head start as the staff reading through the Psalms. But I got to, you know, I've read through the Psalms from 1 to 150. Um what you have brought to the staff, the order of reading them, is just brilliant. I mean, it is such a blessing. Long time ago, my friend Paul Anderson showed me this order. I can, I'll share it real quick. Uh, it's simple. Uh, typically, there are about 30 days in a month. Uh, there are 150 psalms. So do the math. It's, you know, about five a day. But if you just do one, two, three, four, five, and then six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's just something about it, but it just works out that if you say, I'm going to read Psalm 1 on the first day of the month, and then skip 30 to Psalm 31, 
skip another 30 to Psalm 61, skip another 30 to Psalm 91, and then skip another 30 to Psalm 121. We'll have this all listed out. You know, there's just something about how they, they, they fit together. And it's amazing how some of those things just sort of uh, speak to you in a, in a special kind of way. Yeah. Uh, my friend Paul Anderson uh, uh, showed me this many, many years ago, and it's a great way to read through the Psalms and give you a little bit of variety, a little bit of stuff going on that uh, you might not necessarily expect. And, and then the next day, uh, the second day of the month, uh, you go from Psalm 2 and then skip 30 to uh, 32 and then skip 30 to 62, skip 30 to 92, and then skip 30 to uh, 122. And you do that. And again, it's easy to do because all you got to do is look at what is the date of the month, uh, the day of the month. So uh, pretty neat stuff. Well, I have loved it. And it's, it's one of those things too, where you start doing it. And after a couple of days, it gets to be a real pattern. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about 119 until like day 29. <laughs> hey, and you know, if you, the, the, the best thing about 119 is if you happen to have a month that has 31 days, you can set aside the 31st day for Psalm 119. <laughs> yeah, we, well, I think everybody knows. For those of you that you don't know, Psalm 119 is uh, uh, pretty long and it has 170 some verses to it. It's pretty big. Uh, it, it's, it takes a, a long time to read through. So, uh, Also, another neat thing is, is that if you want to go to the ESV.org, uh, you can have it read, read to you. There's a kind of a cool way to press the button just like we do with our uh, daily discovery, you can do it that way as well. So I have uh, two points I want to ask. One is, um, and <laughs> I, sh- I should really be reading it before asking this question. <laughs> Psalm 119. Yes. For those who don't know Hebrew, the Hebrew alphabet, yes. they'll learn it. Yes, they Is will. that correct? That is correct. That, and and uh, the Hebrew, there are eight Psalms are composed of what are called strophes. And a strophe is a line that fits together, and there are eight strophes per first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Like the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Aleph. Mm -hmm. And then there are eight strophes, or we'll call them verses, that all begin with that Hebrew letter, Aleph. Now, we can't see that in English. Right. But in Hebrew, there are eight of them, boom, boom, boom. Then then the next letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Beit. And so then there are eight more verses. So... uh, uh, whatever eight times uh, uh, 22 is, I think that's the number. Uh, that's, 176. Yeah, 176. That's how many, uh, but each uh, Psalms, I mean, that's how many strophes or verses there are in Psalm 119. But the, each set of eight begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So especially in the original language, you can see the poetry just that's, pouring out of it. That is correct. So my other question is, is this, and I've heard... Many scholars give different answers, so I want to go to to the like right a answer. A lot of here. scholars are real short ones. Uh, <laughs> both, uh, and, I'm, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but often when you read the Psalms, you'll see this word that's not translated into English; it's mm-hmm. transliterated. It's it's Salah. Salah, yeah. Salah. Whatever. What does Salah mean? Uh, it, it, you know, there uh, <laughs> there are people that name their kids that. God bless them. Uh, there are people that do all kinds of things with that. Uh, uh, in all likelihood, we, we don't know. Let's just be honest. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best guess is that it's probably a, uh, a musical notation. I don't read music. I mm-hmm. don't know. But uh, somebody told me one time, it's sort of like when you're playing the piano and it says fortissimo. I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't sing fortissimo. You, you play it really strong. Is that right? Yeah. Right? Oh, you, 
you, you really the give loudest. it with gusto. Is that what yeah. it is? Yes. I, see, I don't know, man. I don't know these things. Um, what I what I read uh, was that um, it is best translated into an extended guitar solo. Oh yeah. <laughs> so after when I see it at the end, now, I, I was wondering the same thing. Of, it's at the end of all these psalms that I've been. Yeah. Seeing so, like, so, so it just need to air guitar at the end of it. It's, no, it's like Stairway to Freebird. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so in November Rain, at one point it says Sila. It probably says it a couple times yeah, it if it's November Rain. November Rain yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking more of Stairway to Freebird. <laughs> We've lost them all. Oh! <laughs> this is what happens when you ask me to come. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, don't you know that music reached its peak and brilliance in 1978? It's just downhill after I, that. I was born in 1995. Yeah, it's just. Oh, I grew up way with the down. greats like Kesha, Lady Gaga. The greats, she says. <laughs> I, I, Kesha, that, that's with the dollar sign, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But see now, the Taylor see, Swift. I know, that, I know that stuff. Now, why didn't she know my music? I mean, I take time to learn her music. I learned about she, your music, Paul. I did music appreciation in school, Bach and Mozart and whatnot and whatnots. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, speaking of music, as I said, it's probably a musical notation of some sort. Uh, we don't really know. It's all there are a lot of other uh, things that like for example in what are called the superscriptions of uh, 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 a number of the psalms, not all of them, but a number of the psalms have these little things tacked on at the front of them. Uh, that say certain things. Well, there are other words that are in there, like a mitcam and and jeduthin, and we don't know what those words sure. mean either. The uh, mitcam of David. Yeah, we, I, yeah. the mitcam. That's that's a special kind of hot rod performance camp shaft <laughs> you put in. Uh, you put in the mitcam, and uh, it really soups it up. Yeah, there you go. Well, the double overhead. It's a double overhead yeah. mitcam. Yeah, exactly. Or the the. the <laughs> Yeah, there was another word I, uh, I'm getting it wrong, not Mick Cam, the mass kill. Mass kills, yeah, that's, well, mm-hmm. we won't David. go there. We'll, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> okay, yes, all right. Yes, exactly. But they, they're, they're, again, likely some type of song. We don't, we don't know. It okay. There's just, we could guess, but uh, your guess is as good as mine. There was some characterization when the Psalter was c- put together, mm-hmm. this, and that uh, has not made it down in uh, in their categories for us to understand. You know, and, and it's in all likelihood, uh, it doesn't alter the the content of what the Psalms say to us and how they right. speak to us. But there is one interesting thing about the Psalms. Typically, when we understand the Bible, we understand the Bible as God's word to us. That's how we think of it. Mm-hmm. But in... A real sense, even though the Psalms are God's word to us, and the New Testament authors are quoting the Psalms all over the place, lots and lots of quotations of the Psalms as Scripture in the New Testament. As I mentioned, Psalm 110, Psalm 118, those are the most quoted verses from the Old Testament in the New. Mm. But in a real sense, the Psalms are also our words to God. And that's not terribly common throughout the scriptures. Uh, it's our pouring our heart out to God, our pouring out our soul to God. As I said, the Psalms speak to our soul, and that's why they're so personal to us, and that's why they're so precious to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can get lost in the Psalms in a good way. I mean, it, it just it begins to speak the language of your heart as you read it faster than your mind can put those words into a prayer yourself, I think. 
And, and I think there's something terribly memorable about the Psalms too that help us, again, speak to our soul. Yeah. Um, very cool. That regard. I'm excited. Very this cool. is going to be, I, I think this is, this is the balm for the soul that we need during this season and this time. And I'm just so glad that we're going to be doing it. So thank you for bringing that to us, Pastor. Glad to do it. Glad to do it. There'll be joy in the tents of the righteous. Psalm 118. <laughs> so, Paul, DJ, you're preaching on what? Psalm 22? Uh, yes. The, I, so I, I asked okay. you. So, I so think is that he, the one you're most excited to <laughs> preach on? Well, you know, uh, uh, Paul and I talked about this in advance, and, and I've been... Uh, just kind of a hobby horse. If you look in the old green hymnal, there's a bunch of Psalms that don't make it. And I am under the, the false impression. I, I think of those that didn't make it into the, the LBW as the juicy Psalms. And I thought they were all what were considered imprecatory Psalms. I now know that I'm wrong. There are some imprecatory Psalms in there. Now what is imprecatory? It means to curse. And uh, I put I put in there wanting wanting a cursing psalm in our in our preaching this summer. I don't think we are. Is that right? Uh, you know, none of them made the cut. I had thought thirteen was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the one about sure. how long, O oh Lord. Yep. Um, but the the uh, not technically. And what I when I think about what's so great about those psalms, not only are they juicy, mm-hmm. but how normal of an emotion do we have of anger and hurt where we would like someone to get their comeuppance, right? Where we just feel like we're just under someone's thumb and beat down and spit upon. And I think what, what the Psalms allow us to do that are like that is they allow us to put our anger in its proper place and give it up to God. You know, uh, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, I will repay. And when we do that, we are then free of the burden of desiring to sin against our neighbor. So uh, that would be the, that would be, I really wanted to do that one, but I just did. So I'm there done. There you go. Well, you got it right. <laughs> I got it in. Yeah. So it's the, it's the cussing, you know. It is. You know, it's the cussing. A, a long time ago when my, my son, Stephen, was maybe eight years old, maybe six years old, he once told me, he says, you know, Dad, Grandpa's a 90s kind of guy. I said, Stephen, yeah. Why, why do you say Grandpa's a 90 kind of guy? He says, because Grandpa cusses. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, what's your what psalm are you most looking forward to? You know, I, on? I I I like this set. Obviously, you know, you kind of I, I like Psalm 100. That's a good one. Uh, uh, psalm 46. I love mm. that one a lot. It's uh, talks about the God as a refuge and fortress. Uh, and you know, we need that refuge and fortress now. I mean, I think there's always a time for that. Um, uh, Psalm uh, 34, though, is is a great one. I, I love that phrase. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that talk, you talk about interacting with God. You talk about being intimate with God and finding out that God is good. Wow, that's yeah. a, and and to taste something. There there can't be any more um, a close personal thing that can happen than to taste something. Uh, that that's pretty that's pretty great. Uh, uh, speaking of grandpa, uh, uh, my dad uh, was a soldier, and uh, he 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 loved uh, Psalm ninety one. There's a great story that goes with Psalm ninety one. Uh, he was uh, in uh, a uh, in in combat for thirty nine months uh, in World War II. Much of that was spent in uh, the North African desert, uh, and the Luftwaffe would come over and. Um, uh, 
give a, a greeting card or two, uh, also known as a 500 kilo bomb. Hmm. Uh, and there's nowhere to go in the Libyan desert or the North African desert uh, at night. Uh, and all you have for uh, protection is a pup tent shelter, a uh, piece of canvas. Uh, his tent mate uh, would ask him every night when there'd be an air raid to read Psalm 91 to him. And a uh, uh, thousand shall fall at thy left, a 10,000 at thy right side, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Yeah. And there's, a, there's some serious comfort there. So I like Psalm 91. Psalm yeah, 91. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. So. Absolutely. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. For the grandpa that cusses. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. We're looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, thank you for for uh, bringing us that and for coming in and, and talking to us about it a little bit. Sure, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, and I've noticed you're not wearing a sweater today. You know, uh, today's, today's a little, little warm. Nor, nor well, there will be a sweater this Sunday. Um, the sweater this Sunday, any any idea, any clue as to what color the sweater will be this Sunday? I'm going to ask Ryan first. Ooh. Ryan, do you know the color this Sunday? I'm, I have no idea, so I'm, I'm going to say gonna yellow. Yeah, you got yellow. Yellow has been, you know, supposedly through Easter, it's supposed to be either white or gold. I mean, gold is supposed to be the color for actually the resurrection and then kind of white throughout. But I, uh, it's hard to find the brand of sweater that I use in, in white. Uh, mm. So I use the yellow or gold. But uh, 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 Sarah, any guesses for, for this Sunday? Light blue. Light blue. No, light blue. Uh, there's only four pot- potential Sundays for light blue. Uh, uh, and they're not now. Uh, DJ, you're going to knock this I, I know the, the answer, so I'm going to let you give it away. Uh, well, no, it's, it's going to be red. Of it's, course it is. Because it's, it's Pentecost. Of course it is. And, and by the way, might I add, um, I know that you aren't going to be able to come to church on Sunday, but here's what I'd like you to do. For those of you who are listening, I'd like you to text me or email me a picture of you wearing red this Sunday for Pentecost. Used to be a great tradition years and years ago. Everybody would wear red on Sunday, and uh, this Sunday is Pentecost. So, so send me an email, uh, 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 pcross at atonementfargo.org, and send me an email of you wearing a picture, uh, wearing the, the, the red for, for Sunday, whether a red sweater or a red tie or whatever, uh, and, and by all means, I'd love, love to do that. So there you go. I, Sarah, you're up to no good. I can tell. I can <laughs> well, tell. I was just wondering, do, do we get extra credit points for, you know, doing the goatee and the tuft? Or? The goatee and the tuft. <laughs> no. No, I think not. If you find the red sweater, yeah, that's great. Uh, there you go. You still have the question of finding the one sweater that is not either L.L. Bean or Land's End. Nobody's won that one yet, No huh? one's won that one yet. Um, no, no, not yet. So... You'll have to keep looking. Oh, and by the way, that will be. Then we'll have white for the next Sunday, and then we uh, we stop the sweaters for uh, a season uh, because it just gets plain hot around here. Just too, just too warm. Just too warm. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm wondering if we can come up with a little byline for uh, Pastor Cross's liturgical sweaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shirts you can set your calendar to. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like to plan ahead? <laughs> Well, uh, again, thanks for having me. We're looking forward to uh, summer with the Psalms. Thank you so much. Yes, or otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on it. So, all right. Well, thank you. And again, that starts this Sunday, May 31st, 9 and 1030 a.m. You can find that at atonementfargo.org, atonement.live, or on the YouTube. Just search Atonement Fargo. Thank you, Paul, Sarah, and DJ.
Bless out. 